Talking Travel on 2NURFM. Sally Lucas, we're looking at the basics. What are the sorts of reasons for travel? There are wide and many, and I just thought we need occasionally to go back to basics and probably just take you out there just through some of the things you can do to help make your trip a far more pleasurable and enjoyable one. And, of course, the reasons for travel, as we say, are many and varied, and particularly for Australians. You know, here we are down under. We're sort of a bit isolated from the rest of the Northern Hemisphere. So a lot of it is that yearning, I think, for the culture and history that we travel or, of course, for forebears that have come from foreign lands. But, in a sense, travel is recreation, and in, in its truest sense, it is recreation. You're recreating something or, you know, creating something from scratch that you haven't done before and once you've done I think once you've travelled you rarely come home unchanged um, travel does change your whole outlook on life it gets under your skin becomes a passion to be indulged in whenever time and money allows but where do you start it's a big world out there so you know and I think this is where you have to be clever and I always suggest to people please do as much reading as you can I mean there's plenty of books on the marketplace and whether you want to read a book or Kindle on a Kindle or whether you just want to read things off the net and print them off but if you want to reduce the stress in your travel the more you can do the better it is I mean your travel agent is out there to help you and guide you through minefields and you know really help process the whole thing for you but I think you really have to be involved you shouldn't just be sitting there across a desk expecting a travel agent to understand your whims fancies and needs you really need to let them know what you want out of your holiday or what you're expecting out of your holiday Um, different things you do need to do of course um, as far as your planning is concerned even the very basics of course we can get back to which of course is a passport Um, and that lasts for 10 years but you do need to have a passport obviously to leave here and travel to foreign lands. And in fact does it actually last 10 years because in some places you need to have 6 months validity. You do need 6 months validity yes so in in effect it's 9.5 years because we really need to renew that passport once you get to that 9 to 9.5 year mark otherwise the rigmarole to reapply you've got to provide all your documentation all over again. Whereas to do a replacement passport, you need to order a form, which you can do online or through your post office, and you don't have to do that other than provide, you know, a new form to renew it, a couple of new photos, but no more marriage birth, you know, divorce, whatever. So you just just make sure you always do that before that 10 years is up anyway. Um, of course, you've got quarantine and to worry about and customs coming back into here that you need. You can go online for all these things to find out requirements, of course. Um, quarantine Information Service, QIS, and, you know, there's all sorts of websites we can give you. Um, also, just doing um, health and safety. You know, if you're a person who's on medication or you need things or even if you wear prescription glasses, you know, make sure you take a spare script or a spare pair of glasses. Same with scripts for your medication. The medication you have here may not be called the same in another country, but the doctor's actual script will explain to a pharmacist what he needs to prescribe or the equivalent drug or medication there, you know, as well. Or check with even Medicare. Medicare has lots of good hints and tips on their travel, on their website as well. Um, And of course, travel insurance. I mean, that is just you know, you don't go without it. That's just, you don't, period. Um, you must take travel insurance. I mean, we say must, even though we can't 
force you, but you would be quite crazy to go without it. Um, the cost of medical overseas is horrendous. You might think it's That's expensive the big one, here. Isn't it? it is, and and if anything awful happens, and we don't want anything awful to happen to you when you travel, but like you have your own health, you know, your own insurance in Australia for your life insurance or car or home, you do it because you want to protect in case something does go wrong. So you know, if there is a death in the family or something that's critical that you need to come home in a hurry, where you've got to pay for an additional airfare, whether you have to sometimes awful as it may seem, bring someone's remains home and all this sort of thing that things can happen and you do need to make sure you've got cover for that, particularly medical, I think that's the big one um, and also your passport make sure you keep it safe at all times now the new ones do have this little reader on them, as we've mentioned before now and also you can get travel luggage that we've mentioned too, that has safety, you know, put in its webbing and the way it's made that it won't let uh, these scammers read your passport if it's in that bag, PackSafe is one company that again puts those out but there's lots out there if you go to any of those like you know mountain designs or any of those major travel shops that stock these sort of things they will advise you on safe ways of carrying your documents you know your passport and it's got little pockets for a bottle of water or an umbrella on the side and where you can keep keys and you've got the little double um, zip lock so you latch you zip into another latch which means they can't just open your zip the wire enforced straps so they can't cut your straps um, so in anything like that is think about safety you don't want anything to go wrong when you're away the worst scenario would be of course losing your passport and all your documentation. It would just be awful. Um, and you can go online also and register and forget with DFAT to let them know where you are going and when so people will know where you are and if anything does go wrong, there is your, your, you know, no, your itinerary is noted there with DFAT as well with the Smart Traveller website. To a new RFM 21 past one, you might be listening to us online through your computer or you might be listening to us through your iPhone app which you can download from the 2NURFM website if you would like to at 2NURFM.com. It's free. Right now you're listening to Talking Travel and Sally Lucas, we're looking at ways to help keep those memories after the travel alive, fresh and good by preparing well beforehand. Absolutely, Jane, and it is so imperative that you do this. And just harking back to talking about passports as we we were, always keep your passport separate from your credit cards and other identity information so you're not losing the lot. You know, think to separate things. And I know couples that say, oh, but my husband always carries all the documents. No, please do not do that. Carry your own documents on you and a copy of your itinerary, you know, so that you get separated or something happens. It's, it's a, you know, you've got nothing. So please keep your own documents on you. The other thing that's worth considering is getting an international driver's permit, which is required for a lot of countries now. But if you get that, it's a recognised form of your identity. So that means that would stop you carrying your passport around with you at all times. You could leave it in a hotel safe, um, have a photocopy of it on you or something if you want as well. But also if you had an international driver's permit, which you can get through the NRMA, that's just another thing to keep in mind. Um, just remember too, there are some countries that do have reciprocal healthcare agreements with medical Medicare, um, and you can go and have a look at that on, on the Medicare site again to see if some of the, one of the countries you're going to might have reciprocal uh, Medicare. So we've covered that. Um, checklists of things, well, mainly take a couple of extra passport photos with you as well. Um, these days a lot of people say too they scan all their documents and put it on a USB stick, and that's fine, but you can do that and carry it with you, which is quite small, but maybe you're somewhere occasionally where you don't have access to a computer.
computer or use that USB stick. So I, I still suggest that you either email a copy of yourself and establish a Hotmail address you can access while you're away and, you know, scan and email your documents onto that. And even as a third backup or even fourth backup, if you want, keep the photocopy somewhere secreted separately to your documentation, leave a set at home with family, or your travel agent will always have a copy of all your documentation on file as well. So there are many, obviously, ways of where you can then seek that documentation if you need to get passports or things reissued. Um, global roaming, consider that when you're using your mobile phone overseas. You've got to you know, look into that. It can be expensive, though. I would suggest if you do take your phone, just set, get it set up for global roaming so you can use it within the countries you're going to. But to ring back home is, is very expensive. Um, texting isn't so bad if you want to just send a short text message. It's better to do it that way. Um, with planning your itinerary, as we've mentioned before, doing your research is so important. But a lot of people these days say, oh, why should you use a travel agent? You can do everything on the net. Well, you cannot do everything on the net, to be quite honest with you. You can't do complex round-the-world itineraries. And also your travel agent has got the backup of the travel compensation fund. So if something goes wrong, you've got somewhere to fall back on. And also if you arrive somewhere and you've got nothing has gone right with your accommodation, there's a problem, who are you going to call? Your travel agent. If you've done it all on the net, You've only got yourself to blame. Um, so you do have backup there, which is always good. And, of course, they'll give you the right advice about visas, health, passport regulations, whether you need a driving permit, about airline seating, what's the best sort of seating to get to suit your height, weight, size. Um, you know, all these things can be, be helped by going to your travel agent. So I still think they have an invaluable source of information that they can pass on to you. And that's what they're there for, to help make that holiday very special and that you go trouble-free. That's the whole idea anyway, isn't it? Um, obviously, you know, before you go, you know, cancelling papers, um, you know, making sure your house is secure, things that might blow around in case there's a storm, you know, get them, put them away in a garage or bring them inside, leave your itinerary behind with family members, etc., or say contact your travel agent. Obviously, they may not be available on the weekend. You could change your message on your phone's message bank. Again, it's something you could do. Make sure you've emptied your garbage, all your taps are turned off properly, any power that doesn't need to be on is turned off, unless you need it, of course, for security. If you've got an alarm, you'll need not to turn all your power off. Uh, maybe leave a you know, a set of house keys with someone and a car key in case there is an unfortunate burglary or something that goes wrong. Advise your local police station that you're going away. Um, so all sorts of things like that you can do the to prepare the papers. Yes, Stop I did, the papers. I did, I did, ah. I did say that. I and did you said the mail? Papers. The mail. Oh, no, I might not say cancel the mail. No, I didn't. Or get a neighbour again to collect, uh, have it held at your post office. We usually just get an, a lovely neighbour who collects our mail for us and waters our garden. So that's something you've got to think of as well if you don't want to lose your, if you've got a lovely garden, you want to make sure. I mean, there are people you can pay too who would come and look after pets, walk pets, you know, collect male water gardens if you didn't want to do it that way. Also, look on airline websites to look at the map of the airport you're going to if you're unfamiliar. You'll get all sorts of good information there on where the terminal is you're coming into, whether there's interterminal transport if you need it, whether they have a train or a bus service or a taxi service or whatever into the city. Um, you know, so all these things are helpful, where the ATMs are, where you can change 
exchange money. Um, and with your money, remember, the old days of travellers' checks are sort of long gone, so these days, the, the safest way are these Travelex cash passport cards that you can load up with whatever amount of money you so desire, and you can top it up whilst you're away, and if you've got internet banking where you can just transfer funds across and keep topping it up, and then when you come home, you can either cancel the card and take the money off, or you're going to be travelling within 12 months. At last for 12 months, you could leave the money in there, and that's certainly your safest way to just withdraw money with it has no name and nothing, no number on the card. So if someone steals that, they cannot access that money. You will still need probably your normal credit card though, because as we all know these days, you walk into a hotel, the first thing they want to do is swipe your credit card for security in case you leave without paying a bill. The same for when you're renting a car, they need to swipe your credit card for the bond, which does get returned or ripped up at the end if the car comes back in one piece. And they don't like prepaid cards, do they, for that reason? And briefly, Jane, yes, mm-hmm. just with car hire, to just be very careful when you hire a car to go out and look around that car from top to bottom because you'll come back and it's happened to us and they've accused us of something that was happened to the car and it hadn't. Um, it had been done prior. So go through it and make sure you agree with the list they give you. They'll give you a little diagram saying, oh, we know there's a dent here or a scratch there. You go out and check and make sure yourself that you agree with what they have told you. If not, go right back into that office and say, I want you to come out now and add in these extra marks. I don't want to be charged at the end. You do hear some horror stories like that occasionally. So many things to think of when you're preparing for a holiday, but it's much better to think of them first. Absolutely, Jane, it really is. Mm. On to NURFM, this is Talking Travel. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. Back next Friday after the one o'clock news on 2NURFM.